ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined by a man who's going to have one hell of a rumble this Sunday. It's Captain Tits. There's going to be a rumble out the ring and a rumble in these tumbles, if you know what I mean. I do not, Tibbs, but it is going to be one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year, headlined by the Regal Rumble match. 30 men enter the ring, but only one can leave with an opportunity for the JWF Championship at Wrestlepalooza. And Tibbs, we already know one man who's going to be having a big advantage in that match, and it is the man known as the Jebeduk, who on the most recent episode of JWF Defiance won an epic match, an epic battle royal to earn him that coveted number 30 spot. And believe me, if anyone's going to make the most of that opportunity, it's got to be the Jebeduk. Sills, I love the Jebeduk. Anything else? That that the whole that the whole comment? You know what? Sometimes uh, less is more with old Tibbsy. That is right, but in the world of JWF Defiance, I gotta say more is more because after that big battle royal last week, they're gonna have an epic match this week, a Cananza. Eight men enter the ring and you cannot win by pinfall or submission. The only way you can win is by knocking out all seven other men in that match and whoever wins that is gonna go on to the Regal Rumble to face our JWF Defiant champion, AJ Steele for that title and you know Tibbs that is a massive opportunity for these men absolutely Sills I mean the match itself is horrifying dangerous and you have to sign a waiver to even step in the ring during it even the referee does this is not a match for the faint of heart a Conanza is something that I would not have put in this company but I have no control over it anymore that is right. You got to imagine going through a Cananza and then having to go up against the man with a body of steel, AJ Steele, at the Regal Rumble. But there is one name announced for this match that, Tibbs, I'll be honest, I was shocked to see, and that is the name of your son, Chuck Tibbs. I mean, you got to think the Cananza is a, a match for the, the kind of the hardened spirit, whereas Chuck has got that more classical technical style. And I'll be honest, I don't know if you're, I think your boy may have been off more than he can chew. That might be true, Sills. This isn't something that uh, you can really wow your way out of when you got eight people in the ring and they're all going for somebody. They're all gunning for you or whoever's next to you or maybe both at once. Chuck's style is just not really fit to this kind of match, but who knows, Chuck has gotten himself out of some pretty crazy situations before, so we'll have to see how he fares. That is right, but for right now, your son Chuck Tibbs, you can hear by the booze, is in our ring right now, and I think he has got a message for his opponents in that match and for the entire JWF universe. Let's have a listen. Disrespect. That's all I've gotten from you people for the past year. Doesn't matter if you're sitting in the stands or in the locker room. All Chuck Tibbs has got is disrespect. Do I need to remind you folks that I had the fifth longest reign of any JWF champion in history, huh? Do I need to remind you that I am the first ever JWF captain's champion? And whether you people want to admit it or not, I was your hero. Your Wrestler of the Year 2020, Rookie of the Year 2019. That was a decision that you people made. And now you've all turned your back on me. For what reason, huh? 
because I just happened to lose two of the biggest matches in my career in less than 30 seconds. Because I failed two little small times compared to all the successes that I've had before that. Well, believe me, I've seen you people in this crowd, and I can guarantee you're all way bigger failures than anything I could ever hope to be. Hell, for some of you, you fail simply by waking up in the morning and existing. But Chuck Tibbs, no, Chuck Tibbs, he's always been able to turn things around because for the longest time, there were only two titles in this company that mattered. The JWF Championship and the Captain's Championship. I held them both. But now those BS boys, they decided to bring in the Defiant Championship. No rules, just right. Hey, something for everybody. A title that's for the workhorses. Well, I got something to tell you, boys. There's no bigger workhorse in this company than Chuck Tibbs. So this Friday, I'm going to enter myself into one of the most dangerous matches ever introduced to the JWF. A Cananza. And I am going to use and abuse every single man in that match until I am left standing as number one contender. And then I am going to go on to the Regal Rumble and win the Defiant Championship. And when I stand tall as the only man to have held the only three belts in this company that matter, maybe then you'll respect me. Yeah! Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah, you can do it, Chuck! Hell yeah! Tibbs, um, is that... Tibbs, is that <laughs> shitty Terry? Um... Yep. So, is that shitty Terry? Uh... Um... I don't know what he's doing out here tonight. This is really... Not his place. Let's go, motherfuckers! Get it going! Chuck Tibbs! Chuck Tibbs! Chuck Tibbs! Hold on, I'm sorry. Are you mocking me? Wait, what? No, 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 man! Come on, come on! You're Chuck Tibbs! You're the you're wrestler of the year! You held the JWF championship five five times, that's what you said, right? I, I don't know, I wasn't really paying attention. And now, you're, well, last year, you, you did the whole, yeah, um, but before that, you, uh, I mean, I'm just saying you're one of the best. Right. And you're just one of the drug-addled idiots that my father decided passes for a wrestler in this company nowadays. All right. You're just a pathetic failure that they tried to pretend was a superstar. You know, Terry, you are one of the biggest jokes this company has ever seen. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, hey, wait, you know what? I'm going to enter the Cananza too. Me and you, we, we can work together. We can beat people up, throw them out of the ring, climb that ladder, grab that big big gold ring thing, and then you could be the next TNT champion. I, I'm sorry, what did you just say? It's, it's like a ring, like from the Sonic movie. Right, okay, this is what we're doing tonight, huh? Okay, uh, Terry, listen. Do you mind if I call you Terry? All right, yeah, yeah. Here's the problem with your uh, little plan here you got. I like half of it. I like the idea of me winning. That's great. But you see, the thing is, Chuck Tibbs doesn't share the ring with failures. Oh. All right, then. Oh, my God, Tibbs. What the hell? Shitty Terry just picked Chuck Tibbs up on his shoulders and just heaved him over the top rope. Chuck Tibbs has just landed on the outside, but... I mean, at the end of the day, Chuck said it. He doesn't share the ring with a failure, and he ain't in the ring no more. 
Well, buddy boy, that's one way to do it. I mean, that he's technically correct. <laughs> that is right, but you know what? In addition to that epic Cananza happening on Defiance that we now know is going to have Chuck Tibbs and Shitty Terry involved, there's going to be another match that you announced earlier today when number one contender teams up with a nightmare to take on the champion and the man known as the B because Ghazi is teaming up with Mark Place to face off against the men known as the Fight Boys, Blake Tanner and the Dylan. But Tibbs, I gotta say there is an issue here. When you look at the Fight Boys, the history, Blake Tanner and the Dylan never really saw eye to eye. Exactly, Sills, and uh, when you think about it, Blake Tanner and the Dillon, uh, whenever they shared the ring, they were always almost on opposite sides. They never fought together as a team. It's usually, uh, when it was the fight, boys, it was uh, Dillon and Scotty fighting, usually. That is right, but... We have one of our top interviewers backstage with the men known as the Fight Boys to hear how they are going to handle this matchup this Friday ahead of the Regal Rumble. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald backstage here with the men who are set to face off against Ghazi and the number one contender Mark Plays this Friday on Defiance, Blake Tanner and your JWF world champion, The Dillon. Now, boys, we know there is a whole lot of history between you two, including quite a heated rivalry over the JWF Captain's Championship. Will you two be able to coexist for this matchup? Okay, look, you're right. Dylan and I, how do I put this diplomatically? We haven't always seen eye to eye, all right? Even when we were part of one of the biggest stables this company has ever seen, the Fight Boys. Dylan and I, we may never have actually been on the same page. As a matter of fact, we were kind of on opposite sides of the spectrum. But that was then, and this is now. And if there's one person in this company that I know Dylan would like to get his hands on more than me, it's Ghazi. He hates the guy. You should listen to him backstage. See, a little under two years ago, Ghazi may have taken Dylan's rotator cuff here and torn it to shreds. He dropped him on his skull and forced him to lose the JWF Captain's Championship. I mean, <laughs> come on. This Friday on Defiance, I just want to help Dylan get the opportunity for a little bit of revenge. I, sorry, I, I hate to interrupt. Well, you are correct. Ghazi did injure Dylan during that match, but correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it you who walked out with the Captain's Championship? Oh, yes, but... Uh, and in fact, weren't you also the person who ended Dylan's first reign as JWF World Champion? Well, yeah, I did that too, but... That's Look, <laughs> McDonald, I understand your concern regarding Blake and I's partnership. It has uh, been a rather tumultuous time between the two of us, whether it be our rivalry over this championship back during my first reign, whether it was the heated match, I'll call it. It was more like a war inside Hell in a Cell where I lost the captain's championship. You see, the one thing I know about Blake is he is perhaps the only person in this company who has been able to consistently bring a fight to me over the time that I've been here. And as much as he mentioned that I hate Ghazi, I know that he holds more than a small amount of contempt for Mark Plays. 
So this match is less about two people coexisting and more of an alignment of mutual distaste for two other individuals. And you know, it's not that hard working with Blake. Perhaps you've heard me say this before, McDonald. When you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. Well, Tibbs, strong words there from the Dylan, reminding us all that when you are a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. And to be honest with you, he is right. Blake Tanner has taken Dylan to the to his limit more than damn near any other man in this company. And at the end of the day, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think this is a wise move on the part of the champion. You know, probably a good idea, Sills. I mean, I, when you got enemies all around you, why not seek a friend and an enemy? That is right, Tibbs, but why don't we talk about Gazi's manager, the man known as Lawrence Whitney, who has got quite the night planned out at the Regal Rumble, because not only are we going to see Gazi go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Blake Tanner, we are going to see Demon Inc. defending their tag team championships against the wild-eyed Southern boys, who came out with an emphatic showing at last week's episode of Defiance, defeating the champions in that match. Very true, Sills. I say, Demon Inc., they gotta watch out right now. They have not seen a force in the JWF Tag Division like a fully formed, a completely reunited, a whole wild-eyed Southern boys who know what they're fighting for. That is right, but for right now, Lawrence Whitney, Gazi, Demon Inc., Cyrus Crane, the whole damn Whitney family is in the ring right now. So why don't we hear what Lawrence Whitney has to say about what they are looking forward to be a monumental Regal Rumble. Let's have a listen. This Sunday, it is every man for himself in one of the biggest matches in JWF history, the 30-man Regal Rumble. That is, unless you're part of the Whitney family, because when you're one of my precious little babies, it is all for one, and one for all. You see, this little narrative that those idiots behind that booth try to spin about every man fighting for themselves, about there being no allegiances in the Rumble, is complete and total hogwash. Because these men standing behind me aren't just a team. They are a family, as my friend Vincent DeSalle would say. And if I'm not mistaken, they are a family of five of the most dominating men in this industry. You've got the maniacal Gazi, who will be coming in hot off a of victory over Blake Tanner. The powerhouse known as Big Cyrus Crane, the demonic Randall Crowley, and of course your JWF Tag Team Champions themselves and the men who will be decimating the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys this Sunday, Demon Inc. You see, every other man in that match has a 1 in 30 chance of winning, but I have five men in that match. Five men who this roster fears, which takes the rest of your 1 in 30 chances and greatly reduces them to 1 in a million. Whereas we have at worst a 1 in 6 chance of winning and at best a guaranteed road to Wrestlepalooza where we will claim the JWF Championship. You see boys, the numbers don't lie and they spell disaster for the JWF roster at the Regal Rumble. 
But enough about math, let's move on to the future, and the future... Uh, Tibbs, listen to that. That is the music of the wild-eyed southern boys themselves, hot off a of victory over Demon Inc. And you gotta think, the tag champs are not happy to see this. I mean, they had gone for so long without being defeated that it almost shocked them when the southern boys got them last week. Exactly. So, like I said, the wild-eyed southern boys are one of the best tag teams that we've ever seen. They they took uh, tag team greats like the, like the VWO to their limit. These guys... These guys are the real deal. That is right, and it looks like Sam Adams has a mic, so why don't we hear what he's got to say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't realized we were out here giving math lessons this week, so hey, why don't the wild-eyed southern boys teach y'all a little bit of math equations on our own? Because Demon Inc., Gazi, hell, your whole little family you got there, they wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for Lawrence Whitney's cheating ass getting involved with every single match they're in. Which is why Houston and I quickly realized that the only way we're gonna get a fair fight this Sunday is to subtract Lawrence Whitney from Demon Inc. And we're gonna do exactly that when we meet both of you inside a solid steel cage. Because Demon Inc. We ain't gonna lie, you've been some phenomenal tag team champions, but it's time the Southern Boys add one more title reign to our names and subtract those belts from around your waists. Because if there's one math equation we know, it's this. Demon Inc. minus Lawrence Whitney equals your brand new JWF Tag Team Champions, the Wild Eye. Sills, I think that match checks out. <laughs> it is right, Tibbs. I mean, at the end of the day, Lawrence Whitney has been essentially gracing every single member of the Whitney family with, with victories upon victory. But now inside of this steel cage, I gotta say the Demon Inc. have lost one of their biggest advantages in the form of Lawrence Whitney, but you gotta think about this, a steel cage is one step away from a Hell in a Cell, and a Hell in a Cell is where Demon Inc. thrives. Yes, that is true, Sills, but unlike a Hell in a Cell, you can escape the cage, and honestly, well, I would say that may be the smart thing to do in this kind of match, but that doesn't really seem like the Southern Boys style, now does it? That is right, but... Damn it, Tip. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is actually supposed to be time where the number one contender, Mark Plays, was supposed to be speaking, but instead it appears Mark has lent out his time to the to, to the damn defiant champion, a AJ Steele. What the hell, Tips? Damn it. I knew I shouldn't have made that a thing that re people could do. You can give up your time slot if you don't want to talk, but who fucking does that in the industry? You're a wrestler! You get promo time before your match! God damn! And now we have to listen to this shit. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we go down to the studio for another episode of... Another episode of Wrestle Wars. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite wrestling news program, Wrestle Wars. I'm your host, the man with a body of steel, AJ Steele. 
And folks, this Sunday is shaping up to be one hell of a pay-per-view. We're going to see Demon Inc. take on those turncoat bastards that I thought were real Americans, the wild-eyed Southern boys. We're going to see the JWF champion, the Dylan, defend the title against a man who I think you could build an entire company on in the form of the gamer's gamer, Mark Plays. Now, me personally, I'm not too familiar with all the gaming lingo, which is why Mark has actually asked me to read out this message regarding his opponent this Sunday. <clears throat> the Dylan has been acting mad cringe lately. This sussy baka's time as JWF champion is coming to an end because I am the elite alpha gamer and he is just a beta cuck. He then asked me to perform the floss, which I can only assume is because he is a kind man who is concerned for my dental hygiene. But then we move on to the true main event of the show, when I put my defiant championship on the line against whatever man dares walk out of this Friday's Cananza match with a victory. And folks, I just want you to look at the type of men we have in that match. Idiots like Falcon the Dragon Boy or Scott Bakula. Has-beens like Guy Ferrari and Megan Run. None of them able to hold a candle to me. Because you see, the point of a Cananza is to knock out your opponent. And nothing can knock a man out faster than my steel beam straight to the back of the skull. And nothing will knock you out faster than my brand new energy drink. It'll put some pep in your step, some groove in your mood, and give you the spunk you need to get up in the morning. Which is why we've named it just that, Spunk, presented by AJ Steele. Folks, there's nothing better than a nice glass of spunk in the morning. Take it from me, the man with the body of steel. Pick you up a nice salty can of AJ Steele Spunk. Packed with over 30 grams of protein and delicious served warm or cold. Put some spunk in your life. And believe me, this Sunday, I intend to beat my opponent's ass, sit on that top turnbuckle, and swallow every last drop of spunk I got waiting on me. Because I'm the man with the body of steel, and that's a body powered by spunk. Tibbs. We can't. We can't keep doing this. Tills, what is a uh, sussy baka? I am not quite sure, Tibbs, but it can't be good. I'll let you know that right now. Is that legal to say on television? Uh, well, luckily, we are not on television, but outside of that, my God, I don't even... We can't... Unfortunately, you're not even in control anymore because Mark Plays is the one who gave him that spot. As long as there are men backstage who want to give up spots to AJ Steele, we got to listen to th this bullshit on the weekly. Honestly, Sills, at this point, it's just becoming more... I'm not even sure they're words anymore. <laughs> that is JWF right. JWF Wrestling does not condone any of the sentiments you previously heard spoken by AJ Steele. That is right, and another man who we have not been agreeing with lately is the man known as Scotty Moore. 
who when he found out Momoa Curry was retiring and, and not giving the man his flowers, instead Scotty Moore came out and said, hey, you've never beat me in the center of this ring. If you want to leave, you have got to prove yourself to me. And that was a sentiment that I think shocked the entire JWF universe. Oh, absolutely, Sills. I think that was not something we expected from Scotty Moore, but uh, I guess that there's one person who can call and ask Momoa Curry for that that, that final Regal Rumble match, it may as well be Scotty. That is right. Scotty shockingly accusing Momoa Curry of holding back during their matches, claiming he never faced the real god of the JWF. But earlier today, I sat down with Momoa Curry and Scotty Moore ahead of their epic nautical rules match this Sunday at the Regal Rumble. And Tibbs, I'll be honest, it went down a road that I did not think it would. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sit-down interview. I am your host, Silver Spoon. And joining me this week are two men hell-bent for war this Sunday in a nautical rules match, Scotty Moore and Momoa Curry. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, gentlemen, I must admit I am getting a bit of deja vu here as this is not the first time we have sat across from one another in this type of interview format. But at the end of the day, if there were ever two men to return to these hot seats, I gotta say I am not surprised that it'd be you two. I mean, your history speaks for itself. First, last man standing match in JWF history. First cash-in at Wrestlepalooza. Both of your careers have been through a number of firsts. But now we sit here on the cusp of the last match between you two. How's it feel? I think bittersweet would be putting it lightly. But also it's something that's awakened a different side of me. Look, I didn't know my match against the Jebeduk at last year's Wrestlepalooza would be my last time going toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. I didn't know facing Robert Hill at crossing the line would be the last time me and him danced, and those were both matches I lost. Because I, like a lot of the people in the JWF universe, always just assumed there would be one more match, one more opportunity to get my comeuppance, to prove myself against these men. But now I know I won't. And those losses will and should be held over my head ad infinitum, but I refuse to make that same mistake again because Sunday, frankly, is that one more match. It is that one more opportunity, and this is one of my final times to get into that ring and prove that the god of the JWF can still go. So you admit it then? What? So you admit you've been holding yourself back. You just said it yourself. You always thought you'd have one more shot and so you held back your powers. You let yourself lose. You gave up. And I'm sure in that godly brain of yours, you think you did those men a favor because for the rest of their careers, they get to say they went unpinned against the god of the JWF when in reality, you just admitted you held yourself back. So now they get to live on forever knowing that they weren't good enough for you. That they got to hit a home run just because you let them. Well, I'm not going to sit back and take that disrespect. I'm not willing to take a W and just move on. I want you to make me earn it. And believe me, I will. Scotty, it's not 
like that. It's not that I let them win. It's that I let myself lose. I let myself down. I allowed myself to comfortably slip into the role of that part-time wrestler who came in for a cheap pop and to show the crowd what wrestler they needed to watch next. I forgot who I was. And it was getting harder and harder every single day to remember who I was. Until you came along, looked me in the eyes, and reminded me that I do have something left to prove in this company, and I fully intend on proving that this Sunday, because Scotty, as much as you want to be the conquering hero who stands toe-to-toe with a god, believe me, son, that is a road that many men have taken, and they have been swallowed whole by. This Sunday, son, you will not be the hero of the JWF. You will simply be another sacrifice to its god. And believe me, you will earn that. Well, uh, gentlemen, things certainly seem to be getting heated here, but I do want to end things with a question for your challenger, Momoa. Scotty, the god of the JWF has made it very clear that he needs this win this Sunday to prove himself. What reason does the hero of the JWF have for winning this match? You know, I... I thought about this a lot recently. And to be honest, I wanted to come in here, drum up some of that old Scotty energy, say, I wanted to be God of the JWF. Say, I wanted to take your spot and say that the only way to do that was to pin your shoulders to that mat. But to be honest with you, I know I can't take that spot. I know I can't be the God of this company. I have done far too many evil things in my career to be what you were. You see, my reason for winning this Sunday is a whole lot bigger than that. Look, I didn't know I wanted to be a professional wrestler until I saw Momoa Curry on that screen. My life was going nowhere. I wanted to die every single day I woke up. And this man... This God, whatever you want to call him, he gave me purpose. He showed me the world of professional wrestling. This man gave me the passion that I needed to be able to wake up and say that I wanted to live another day. And my story is not unique. Everyone from my partner, Blake Tanner, all the way to new guys like Chuck Gibbons and Jeb, they will tell you the same thing. This business, this world that this audience gets to tune into every single week would not exist without Momoa Curry. And I know that as long as he is here, inspiring that next generation, that this company is going to be in very good hands. But if he leaves, who's left? Who is going to be that man on my television screen inspiring that next generation? Because I said it once, I'll say it again. I have done too many wrong things in my career to ever be that guy. And to be honest with you, no offense, I don't know a single person in the back who can be that guy either. Momoa Curry is fucking irreplaceable. And as long as I keep my undefeated streak running, As long as I continue to be the albatross around your neck, I know you won't leave. Not until I've been beaten. So this Sunday, I'm not fighting for some bullshit ego trip. I am fighting for the future of this business. Because I don't know what would happen to this company if we ever lost Momoa Curry. And I damn sure I'm not willing to find out. So Momoa, please, 
Bring every single ounce of godhood you can. Bring the thunder, bring the lightning, bring your fucking trident and spirit through my chest because the only way you're walking out of this company is over my dead body. And unfortunately for you, Momoa, heroes never die. Well, Tibbs, as you can see, for the longest time, we thought this was some grudge match, but honestly, this might be the most selfless thing I've ever heard Scotty Moore say on a mic. Mm -hmm. And you know, I can't blame him, Sills. Momoa Curry has been such a staple, a cornerstone to the JWF for so long. At this point, it is hard to say goodbye, and I think that this is just Scotty's way of Thing that he doesn't want to say goodbye to Momoa Curry just yet. That is right. Longest reigning JWF champion in history. An absolute legend. I mean, at the beginning of this company's history, he was the one holding the belt, and he has held it many more times over the years. It is going to be history when these two men face off this Sunday. And I got to say, if, if Scotty Moore gets that victory, I, I don't know if Momoa Curry will be willing to walk out that door. So... I gotta say, good luck to the hero of the JWF. I do as well, Sills, because I... It's gonna be hard to stop Momoa Curry once he's made his mind up. I'll just say that. That is right, Tibbs. But we still have one last episode of JWF Defiance to get to before we hit to the Regal Rumble. And we are going to see some epic J1 matchups as the Jebedook takes on Crush Atlas and Randall Crowley faces off against Big Cyrus Crane of the Whitney family. And you know those are two big matchups, definitely. Absolutely, Silson. Listen. We are going to have slobber knocker after slobber knocker on this one. You got your cage match. You got your Cananzas. You're going to have your 30 person Regal Rumble. That is right. And oh, I'm just being told, ladies and gentlemen, that the main event of this week's defiance is something that can absolutely not be missed. And if you want to find out what that main event is, you're actually going to have to tune in to this week's episode of Developmentally Unstable going live on the Fight Boys YouTube channel. But let me tell you something, it is something historic in the world of JWF ahead of this year's Regal Rumble. You're not going to want to miss it. That is right, Tibbs. But until next time, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up merch for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Help, help Sills and Tibbs stay at the commentary desk. That is right. But until next time and until the Regal Rumble, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon. And this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition. And we will see you next time.